if you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. If you have the same vision as International Horse College, which is to have a world where people safely appreciate, respect and enjoy their horses, and the horses appreciate, respect and enjoy their people, then have a look at their website, internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation 31352. Now today's guest, we've got Menke Steinberger, all the way from Holland. How are you today, Menke? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Oh, very well. Minka, I didn't warn you, but I normally ask people for their favourite quote at the beginning of the show. It could be something that is your favourite quote that's inspired you, something that you find yourself saying all the time because you're an instructor and a vet, so you might say it as an instructor or else you may say something all the time and give people advice as a vet. Have you got something for us as a favourite quote? Well, as a matter of fact, there is uh, this one little card. It's on my mirror, so I see it every morning. And uh, it was very inspirational for me also in uh, developing the business uh, alongside with the teaching. And it says, um, lots of little steps make big dreams come true. (laughs) And I think that that also applies to personal world, but also to horse riding. So I try to take it one step at a time and um, hopefully we get the big dreams done. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, when you see that horse that you think has got a lot of potential too, you know, just that yeah. one step at a time, just keep them going Slowly. and just keep going. Yeah. 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 And don't expect the world from day one. It's, <laughs> it's just a long journey. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm sure that when you first started, you're a vet, you're a riding instructor, but you also do a lot with technology. When did you get that dream? You know, did it sort of formulate that you started off, you just wanted to do something with horses and then it progressed from there? Tell us a little bit about that journey, how you came to be where you are now. Yeah, I think I think the horse virus that that was uh, brought to me by my grandfather. He actually had horses at home uh-huh. when I was three years old. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was three and, I, yeah, I saw the big, big, like gentle giants and uh, and I was lost. Yes. <laughs> that was the start of everything. Yeah. And then uh, I decided to become a veterinarian. So that was my um, choice of uh, education. Mm-hmm. And then and then somewhere along uh, vet school, it became very clear to me that um, like the the study is very interesting. You learn all this great stuff on, on how the bodies work and how animals work and how you can treat and help them. But I found that um, uh, the work of a veterinarian is is kind of limiting. Well, no offense to Mm -hmm. other vets, it's great work that they are doing. But for me, I thought it would never really satisfy me to have just like one car drive around in an area of, let's say, uh, 50 kilometers and then treating horses in that area. It felt for me a little bit limiting. I wanted to do more, (laughs) reach more people and actually change more like uh, I always kept asking the question, why do we do it? Why do horses need to be in a box? Why do we like treat them this way? And um, yeah, so I decided uh, just being a practitioner would not be enough um, for me. And then I found out technology in college, basically through some research done by uh, Hillary Clayton. Yes. Yep. Do you know Hillary? Yeah. Yes. 
that was basically the first time that I uh, uh, got in touch with some of the technology. And it was actually also rain sensor uh, data that I wrote, uh, I read about, and it was um, uh, talk about 60 newtons in one hand and 80 newtons in the other hand. And I was like, yeah, I, because I was dressed up right and, and instructed by them as well, uh, trained by the Federation in the Netherlands, but they never talked about this data. I didn't even know that we could measure it. Um, and then I thought, oh, that is an interesting way to get communication going on uh, on writing and also more connecting those two worlds of so veterinarians and science and the world of horse coaches and, uh, and instructors, because they, they rarely talk to each other. Yes, for the practitioners and the scientists, I think it's always a bit of a separation there. Yeah. yeah. But they're not even talking about veterinarians then, eh? Yes, Just yes. the coaches and the veterinarians hardly exactly. talk. Exactly, yep, yep. No, I think that's great. And I think you're coming in with the skills from both bringing in the technology. Wow, yeah. wow, yeah. And also, too, on a bigger basis, as a vet, you would be driving around, as you said, you know, within your 15 kilometres and helping the horses in that area. But I think you start to bring in the technology and you start to bring in you're helping a lot more. You know, you're doing a lot more on on a worldwide sort of basis. I know the same with myself as an instructor. You know, I would help, you know, all the local competitors and then the people that came in. And then I started to help the the coaches and the coaches who were teaching people to ride. So I'd be helping them. That that would be bigger because they'd be going off and teaching lots of other people. But now that I've got the college online, it's like I I can help people all over the world. So you're in exactly the same boat. You're really helping people all over the place. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're right. It's, it yeah. is the same thing. A podcast and having the internet—it's—it's it's great yes. technology for yes. us to expand. Yeah, exactly. It's the same principle, definitely. Exactly, exactly. We yeah. talk about horse careers and just introducing, you know, all the different careers there are within the horse industry. When I was at school, my guidance officer told me to not worry about working with horses because there was no career in it. But then I got another guidance mm-hmm. officer who said don't worry about it because you'll only work for a couple of years and then you'll get married and have kids and you'll never work again. So it's a bit pointless studying for a career. So it was easy for me. <laughs> yeah, so it was horses all the way. Yeah, yeah. Now, for, for people to work with horses, you know, you come across a lot, you come across a lot that work within the horse industry. What sort of characteristics and core skills do you think someone needs to be to work just within the horse industry, what sort of people do they need to be? Because we are a bit of a unique breed. Yeah, we are, right? We are. Yeah, for sure. uh, but, um, yeah, you know what they say, it's a, it's a lifestyle and it is, uh, it is definitely a choice. And it takes up so much effort and, uh, and discipline and um, perseverance, basically, to get it right. And then, and then, okay, then you have me. I'm, I'm starting to question why is that the case? Why do we need to make all these kilometers to get to, to put into this training? Mm-hmm. Isn't there a way to make training a little bit more efficient so that it's not only about kilometers and repetition, repetition, repetition until you drop, <laughs> especially in dressage? Yep, yep. Uh, can, we not, can, can we not look at it a bit better and then see how we can make it more efficient so that the strain also on the horse and then the vet comes back in, in me? Yeah, the strain on the horse is a bit easier, and it makes it also easier for the for riders, right? Yeah. We don't need to clean out all the stables by hand every day. It seems like we're so still like stuck in the history in in back in the days when you had to do it all. Yeah, yeah. and it's good with the technology because 
it's advanced so much in so many other areas. But, you know, people say, but a horse is still a horse. Sure, the horse hasn't evolved, but I think there's Mm -hmm. a lot more areas there. So I, I get pretty excited when I think about it all, you know, the amount of technology that we could use. Um, and the amount of knowledge yeah. that we're getting as well. You know, we are getting a lot more knowledge about horses these days, a lot more feedback. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all getting pretty exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, mm. Right. Well, if you just take the reins as, a, as an example yeah. and, yes. and the way I was taught to ride and how I how would I communicate with the horse via the reins, I didn't have a clue. It was basically just keep him steady at one place and then hope that you get past your test and then mm. – and then, asymmetry in my range I wasn't even aware of that mm-hmm. and now looking back I'm like shit I didn't no wonder my horse was always crooked and they didn't want to turn to one side I didn't know that I had two kilos more on the left yes and then when I found out the whole learning theory and making mm-hmm. it more in a, into a mental game instead of a physical game that you can actually make the horse do anything without having to strain yourself just because they want to do it for you Yes. That made it so much easier and mm. it's so much simpler now that I understand. Like, ask him the question and he'll, he'll give you the response and then and then it's all light again. Yeah, and, and making that visible for people in the reins and, and that's just the communication via the, by the reins. It is like eye-opening for yeah. so many people that they say, can it be this simple? Yes, <laughs> it can. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then the worst is appreciated. Yeah. Yes, yes, and as you say, much more efficient, more efficient on yeah. people, but more efficient on the horse so that they're not just, you know, going round and round and round and round and, you know, 20 circles later, mm-hmm. oh, we might change rain. It's, yeah. it's a lot more efficient. Yeah. Because now they get it. They they understand the game. And then it's, oh, oh you want me to do this or that? And then it's okay. Mm. And once they get it, they, they, they yeah, it's uh, so rewarding okay. also. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Now, tell us, you've sort of already talked about the fair bit. You know, we've talked about the horse industry. What's the best thing? If you're going to say one thing that's the best thing about working in the horse industry, what would you say? Um, for me, it's the partnership with the horse. Mm-hmm. So the, the sheer fun of having this collaboration going on where where the horse, first he maybe he doesn't get it and then once he, he gets it and you like reward him for it. We, I was teaching my horse flying changes, which can sometimes be a very stressful situation for horses. And once the click, he, he got it. We broke it up into very small pieces uh, again, step by step. Yes. And then, and then he he just changed, and I was like, yes. And then he was so happy. He did it again and again and again, three times in a row. He says, oh, this is what you want me to do. Now I couldn't stop laughing. I could not stop laughing. I just had to get off the horse. It was so funny because he got it, and I rewarded him, and he was so happy that he, that he understood what I yes. wanted. Yes. Oh, yes. That's just the the fun you can have with one horse. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, if you were going to put it down to one proud moment, what would you say do you think is the proudest moment that you've had either with a horse, with your career, you know, with your technology, with horses? Just one moment. What do you think is going to be the most proudest? I think it still has to happen. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I'm 
Yeah, because I, I foresee this future where we can use more technology, and I see yes. other sports having benefits. Uh, the the ice skating and the the cycling, and they use so much technology. Mm. So I think we have a very exciting time ahead of us. Yes. But um, having said that, it is now already. So we're building a company with tech, well, mostly guys, and they really don't have a, a lot of knowledge about horses, but they are so enthusiastic about. Uh, building stuff and changing this industry. Uh, they say, it, okay, it is a niche market, eh, the horse industry. Not a lot of people uh, are aware of how big it is, actually. But uh, they had a look at what we use as, as technology, and they say, well, you can do way better. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's build it. And building that team of uh, people all motivated to bring this uh, this industry into the digital world. Uh, that's very exciting. Building this new company is so exciting. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot off the press notification. That is that the latest version of the book, 101 Careers in the Horse Industry, is now available. And the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the 101 careers in the horse industry button to receive your free career book imagine maybe one day you could be a guest on horse chats now while you're building the company has there been a particular and i know you've started off with your grandfather he must have been an influence but to influence you yeah. to work in that direction is there someone that you think you is a bit of a standout you think has helped you with your company uh, well, as I said, Hillary Clayton was, um, I was a fan of her when I was in college and reading her science made me, um, also very appreciated on the, the work that she has done. It, it, she has dedicated her whole life to measure horses from okay. out of the yeah. University of Michigan. Yeah. yeah. She now retired, but she cannot stop. She keeps on going. And okay. the good thing about her, her work is also that the quality is very, very high. So if she claims anything that to have found anything of worth on the horse, you can also rest assured that it is, well, probably true what she found because of her uh, detail in, in scientific part, the, the high level of quality there. And uh, I was so fortunate that she also came to visit us and uh, we had we had great chats on how to develop this, this sensor technology further, what we can find out um, did you know that we can find injuries via the reins? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like yep. very good. early, early mm. on. Mm. And that was, she was an inspiration for that. Because of, if you think about it, the horse nods when he's yeah. dead, right? Yeah. When he is yeah. lame. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and also in hind leg lameness, you see this little nod. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we are able to do now is detect this, uh, this nod. We, know, we call it the alternating pattern uh, in the rain pressure. And so find out the injuries in a very, very early stage, wow. way before you can see it as a rider. Mm. So even though we're selling the rain sensors as a uh, communication tool uh, to help you improve communication with the horse, uh, on the back side, we will monitor all horses without charging extra fees, but just to monitor them 
and uh, I'm sure that we can find also a lot of uh, subclinical lamenesses where yes. people are not aware of that the horses are suffering from. Yeah. 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 So that yeah. brings it all back together, right? Tying up the knots, uh, yes. the, the yes. veterinarian, and the coach. It's it's coming back all together. It's nice. <laughs> it is. It is connecting the dots, isn't it? Isn't that what Steve Jobs <laughs> says about connecting the dots? You know, you learn something once, and and he talked about um, yeah. you know doing a calligraphy course at um, uni, and he said it was yeah. he sort of dropped out of uni, did this calligraphy course, and thought nothing else of yeah. it, moved on, and then about 10, 12 years later they're deciding on the font for Apple and he said, oh, no, that's wrong, we've got to do it this way because he'd done the calligraphy course, you know, <laughs> and it's sort of that yeah. little bit of knowledge yeah. that you it. get, yeah, all, all the way along the way. So if you feel like doing something, you do it and you, you may not realise why until yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah. indeed, yeah. indeed. I'm, I'm just thinking, and this is to do with, your, you know, your technology and I know that, you know, I mean, I go out and I ride, I train, and you think you're working mm-hmm. the horse equally. You know, you say, right, I'm going to start off right, right today, I'm going to start off left today, I'm going to, you know, you, you, yeah. you're aware that the horse needs to be worked evenly, but you've actually got yeah. an app that shows about the horse working evenly, haven't you? You know, something to show that you, you've yeah. done so much to the right and so much to the left, and just that, you know, just yeah. that to work and ride on a daily basis and first of all, yeah. you don't look at it. You go, right, well, I'll just go out and ride and I won't um, be aware I'm going to ride the horse evenly. And I think, oh, oh it's funny, I rode it a little bit more to the right today. And then the next day, yeah, oh, it's funny, I rode a bit more to the but, right today. And after about three or four uh, days, I thought, mm, something going on here. And I purposefully rode more to the left and uh, I was about even. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, yes, yes, I, I think, you know. Yeah. yeah, so even that simple measuring of uh, direction is, mm. is, is great. But then we, we are adding the rain sensor there. And if you see how asymmetric the horse is, the laterality in the horse, well, compared with the laterality of riders, uh, nothing in that whole uh, balance is actually symmetrical <laughs> because mm. it's mm. asymmetrical riding asymmetrical. So it's very hard also to um, estimate uh, the, the laterality of the horse when we're riding. And when I know that uh, my horse is bending a little bit more difficult to the right side, I actually do want to ride a little bit more time also on that direction, get it loose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's not always the, the goal to get it uh, even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It depends on what you are training on with the horse. But you've got to know what you're training on, haven't you? You know, yeah. you've got to say, yeah. I want to yeah. ride a bit more this side today because there's a reason yeah. I'm riding a lot more, more yeah. this side. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. start measuring is definitely. Yeah. Now we talked about a person who's influenced you. Has there been a horse in particular that's influenced you? Even a horse that's been a client horse, or you know, a horse that's come in that you've treated that you've thought, wow, well, you know, that because of that horse, I need to do this app, or I need to look more into this research, or um, you know, one that you've used. Yeah, it, it's not really one particular. It's um. Yeah, it's I've been I've been riding a lot for stables during college, yeah, paying yeah. for the bills and yeah, doing yeah. Uh, lots of young horses breaking in mm-hmm. and <laughs> lots of troubled horses. Yeah. And I was really happy to uh, to leave that behind and say I just don't have one horse again. I bought him when he was uh, three. He was not broken in. He didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just really like the journey so far. It's now ten, <laughs> and uh, we're having. We're having a relationship going, and, and that's the, because you have more time to spend with one horse. It yes. makes it also uh, very worthwhile. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would definitely say that uh, he's my buddy now. Yeah, 
Okay, okay. Is he the one that just got the flying changes? Yes, okay. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> okay, okay. You, you spoke pretty proud when you said that. Yep, yep. Now, starting off your company, you know, and, um, you know, sort of bringing it all together and money aside, because that's always a problem, what do you think has been the biggest challenge to get to being where you are now? And and also, too, I want to know how you've overcome it. You know, so what's been your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it? And this is for other people who are thinking about, you know, starting off and, and having businesses with horses. Oh, yeah. Uh, people will just tell you straight in the face that it is it cannot be done mm-hmm. or you better not start with it. Or why why would we need technology for our horse riding? We've been doing fine without any measurements. And then, okay, you can debate about fine, but just they, they don't see it. They don't see the opportunity that we have to start measuring stuff. And, and, and even the simplest where we're also measuring the time you spend per gate, even to keep track on how long you've been cantering on one hand is like interesting, but yeah. but that's just me. And, and the horse industry, you see, this is a very traditional conservative, especially in the Netherlands, I can tell you. Mm-hmm. I, I have spent the last five years in like small riding schools with some fanatics up in the attic, giving lectures and clinics and discussions. And I've been going to all of them and it's, it's fine, but having they're still not in the mainstream horse riding uh, industry. It's not accepted or not yeah. being adopted. Let's call it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not adopted. Technology is not there yet. They look me in the face and they say, "Why would I need to measure my range?" It's like people saying, "Why would I need to call my mom when I'm on the phone? I don't need a mobile phone. I can have. I can call her when I'm home." Yes, it's like. Don't don't you see it? It's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and now you yeah. cannot live without a mobile phone. So for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah, hang in there if you have it. Yes, yes. It's not going to. So you know, just say the rain sensors. That's not going to be your main tool. But if it's a complementary tool to put you over the edge, you know, to get that better communication, to get that better communication and partnership with your horse. It's not going to be the main thing, but it's going to be a complementary thing that's going to help. And I think anything that can help, we should be going for it. Yeah. 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 It's even not, it's even, it's, it's, it's worthless. You cannot even learn how to ride with rain sensors. It will not tell you anything. It will mm. just give you a number. So you will always need uh, instructors, coaches, experienced yes. riders, mm-hmm. veterinarians. Even You need people to help you to improve that asymmetry or communication you need to learn about learning theory but then you can check it with some data that's the only thing we do we check it with some data yeah yeah and maybe indeed maybe people are afraid that it will replace coaches but it's never going to happen no never never no no no. No. it's just going to be a complementary tool that's it right right yeah yeah, so so what we didn't talk about how we're going to overcome it though you know is that just a matter of educating people Oh, well, that's a good thing about innovation. There there has been so many industries being digitalized and being innovated that there's lots of management books about how that is going to happen. And that in every industry, this is a phase. It is uh, first the early adapters that will adopt this technology because they're crazy and they like everything that is new and different. And then the big challenge is to get into the uh, early majority group. 
Yeah. Uh, and the pitfall is to actually focus too much on the laggards. Uh, they will they will remain behind. They will not adopt technology. They have done their work. There's some of the big writers also in the Netherlands. They will never they will never start using technology. It's it's okay. You know, don't focus your attention on them. Focus your attention on the early majority that actually wants to learn how to write, wants to understand uh, learning theory huh? and applying aids in a, in a good manner, which we can detect with the, with the sensors. Mm-hmm. We can help them with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how to overcome it? It is basically step by step. Again, this is the motto. Uh, doing one client at a time, selling one sensor, helping one horse at a time. And then every client that I have will actually become an ambassador with with the range sensors in their own area. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what we saw also with the earlier versions. Once we had one sensor out there, the next year we could see in a circle around that first client that there were more clients coming in and also wanting to try it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Step by step, I'm being patient. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's basically the plan. Now we keep putting it out there, and then someone might buy it yes. in this area, and then they'll tell, and then people will want to try, and then they'll say, oh, "I need some of those myself." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, and actually, we have some clients in Australia already, and uh, yeah. we're now uh, they are waiting for the first sensors to be shipped because uh, we're building a new version now, and um, yeah, so we're basically still uh, behind on all the deliveries. Mm-hmm. Okay, where are they located? Do you know, Minky? Um, do you know um, uh, Kate Fenner from uh, Can Do? Yes, yes, I do. And uh, yes, yeah. so, sure, that'd be yeah. interesting. I might chat to her even, you know, after she's been using them for a bit. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She has some. And then there's in the race industry, you have um, Dean Bucknell. He's okay. training oh, race horses. Interesting. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, very interesting. Good. Good. Because I don't know a lot about racing, but he was so excited to have rain sensors. I said, "What are you doing with the rain uh, that is influencing the race?" Yeah, uh, he yeah. was he was very excited about it. the horses need to settle on the bit. He says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." In a race, mm, and he says, mm. well, "Now that I'm measuring it, I can detect the exact moment that a horse settles on the bit, and that is the moment that I want to put in more uh, energy, and not before and not after." Okay. Amazing, amazing. Good. Yeah. Good. All right, so now are you working on anything now that you're about to release or have you got something in the wind that, you know, might come out in the next year or two? What what else have you got going on? Um, so, yeah, the, so the rain sensors, they communicate with your phone. And mm-hmm. uh, we thought even within the smartphone, there's also a lot of technology in there where yes. we can detect, for example, the time you spend in a gate. I was talking about that. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you go to the App Store, there's actually just last week we released an app where you can monitor your training intensity yep. based on the time you spend per, per gate. Okay, so now, uh, we make a little calculation. Yeah. What, what's the name of that one? Uh, it's all on the iPods, I-P-O-S. Okay. So if we go and search for I-P-O-S, then we'll get that. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then you put you put the phone somewhere on the horse or in your pocket or on in a saddle blanket. Doesn't really matter. Put it on the horse and it will track the time it spends per gate. So it, the the phone will detect the gate that the horse is in. Yep. And um, with that, we give you a little calculation uh, based on the average heart rate increase of a horse in a different gate. Mm-hmm. So it tells you a little bit of, of how intense was that training. And if you know that, you can actually monitor the training every day and see what is what is your fitness of the horse huh? how 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 uh, intense is your training on a daily day, day-to-day basis 
Uh, and, that's, and that helps you plan better. So uh, put in recovery training and making a more heavy training and then um, having more like a system in place for that. I, I see a lot of riders that they just ride every day, 50 minutes. Yep, perfect. Yep. I, I just think, yep, this is exactly what we need. Uh, Minka, I'm so excited talking to you. I'm, I'm yeah. um, you know, love to have you back again and that would be really good if we'd come back and maybe talk in a little bit more depth about what you're doing with the particular apps rather than, you know, just to, it's been great talking, sort of getting to know you a bit more. Yeah. But I think people need now to go to the App Store, have a look for IPOS and um, see what yeah, they've got. And just, just have a try. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, Mink, yeah. that's been great. Now, if people would like to contact you, is that the best way to go to IPOS, so IPOS Technology? Correct.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah, perfect. And um, email, phone number, all the contact details and everything are there on the site, so IPOS Technology. I think even just go for M-E-N-K-E, if you do a search on horsechats.com, you'll find that. Go down the bottom, you'll find the, the all the details about the um, the iPos on the App Store and iPos technology and oh. be able to contact. And if you've got any Perfect. good suggestions for technology, I think this is the person to send it to, you know, something she may not have even thought of yet. Just say, have you done any research yeah. into that? And uh, if you find that you need something, along the way of technology yeah. with your horse and your training and everything, then let Menka know because um, yeah. Yeah, she'd be the right person to help you. I'm, I'm always looking for new collaborations <laughs> and looking for people to want to move forward. Yeah, so I'm like, well, my door's always open. Send me an email and I'll okay. get back in touch with you. Wonderful. All right, look, great to talk to you, Menka, and um, we'll catch up again yeah, soon. Indeed. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below.